like storylines or anything else like that, just little bits and pieces. But I had a reoccurring dream. And Eric just says that reoccurring dreams are actually a lot of times, um, he says we can have a combination of being in an altered state, being in an alternate dimension. But he said that it also is our subconscious or repressed emotions trying to come up and notify us because oh. we might be repressing something in our day-to-day yeah, life. Yeah, it sounds like ding, so, ding, ding, pay attention, pay attention, it sounds yeah, like that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. So he says, you know, there's a combination. It goes like your dreams and it can be all at once. He goes, we might only be bringing back, say, a few memories from something, but we may have had a, a memory of a reoccurring dream, but at the same time we were traveling, we were talking to our guides. He says, we're multidimensional guys. We do all kinds of things. He says, when that mind part goes to sleep, when the body's at rest, he says, the spirit is at play and it's joining back in with the higher self and making all kinds of arrangements Mm. and uh, visits and all kinds of things. So, um, uploading, uploading information too. Yes. And visiting deceased loved ones. Like, do I ever visit you in in a lucid, in a dream, Eric? Uh, he says, mom, um, talk about what we're doing um he goes sometimes um what you're doing with the scalar work you not only meet with eric but there's other members of the divine team that you sit and meet with so he says uh we go over things together like he's showing it like a meeting like sitting together we go over things together he says we talk about the future plans and he says and you bring back a lot of the information that you're about to do, like things that you come across, that you discover. Yeah. He says a lot of that's downloaded into you through the nighttime, cool. and then it starts to come out into your reality awesome. in the weeks afterwards. So, yeah. Um, so he says, so what about dream, dream interpretation? He says, so, all right, so you're having all kinds of dreams. He goes, now, what can you do to amp those dreams up and really gather a lot of information from it? Because he goes, you know, in your waking life, there's all kinds of information coming out from the universe. So yeah. you're getting it in your dream state as well. So he says the number one thing he recommends that everybody does is keep a little notebook or a little pad beside your bed with a pen or a pencil and have it there at all times. He goes, don't rely on opening up your phone or getting on anything else he goes immediately when you wake up he says if you can remember the colors that you saw any specifics that stand out a person he says because over the course of waking up when you get up out of the sleep state he goes there'll be some things you might remember but a lot of times we lose it and he goes how many times have you gone through the day that you said oh i know i had a dream about something but i can't quite remember what it was all the time you just can't put your finger on it so now sometimes you can ask guides too and say, hey, you know, can you give me a trigger? Show me something that's going to remind me of my dreams. And that does work. That does work. But he says it doesn't always come out as clear because, you you know, when you first wake up, you might really remember the last word that you fades. heard. Yeah, it fades. Yeah. It's like, I have a post-it note, but it's like, oh, God, I, I got to move her to get Cascade dishwashing pods, you know, things like that. <laughs> so I, I need to start using it for dreams, I guess. This has to be, he says, this has to be dedicated to your dream state because he says, consider that your dream state is just as important. It's just as important of a reality because you're getting information that's going to help you with your day-to-day life. Now he goes, now keep in mind too, he goes, 
you want to keep yourself grounded in your day-to-day life, but use this to be able to supplement, to supplement the information. He goes, it, don't let it scare you because he's going to talk about prophetic dreams. And he says oh. a lot of mediums, a lot of psychics have had that or um, it, an ability, some more than others that get prophetic dreams and they're, they're scary and, or they feel scary because the human part of us doesn't always want to see certain things mm. or know certain things in advance. Yeah. And what he's talking about is um, when, when I was a kid and this is like my dream state was very strong and I would get a lot of dreams about family members that were going to cross oh, yeah. or people that were close to us. Right. So I, I knew as a pattern that, you know, if I saw somebody in a dream and one example was, um, my, my great aunt was like, I mean, she was fine. She was doing well, but her husband who had passed years before showed up in my dream and he walked up to me and took my hand and he walked me down a hallway, like a corridor. And there were many, many doors and he Mm -hmm. knocked at every door, just went and knocked. And then he got to this one door and opened it up and it was her apartment. So he was showing me, and he didn't say anything to me, but I knew he was showing me that he was coming to get her. Oh, wow. And so two days later, we got the phone call that she oh, passed away. I mean, she was totally fine. And, and it, just things like that, yeah. those type of dreams, sometimes it would be a dream like somebody would just show up and I'd see them. It may have been somebody I, I hadn't seen for years, and then we'd find out. You know? well, I, don't so, want that. I don't want this. Can we just say, uh-uh, don't give me any of that shit? Can we do that? Well, we can, but he says, like, here's the thing. He says, and this is true for me, what kept me away from delving deeper into my own abilities was fear. Oh, Because yeah. I was terrified of hearing something that I couldn't undo. Yeah. Because I felt some responsibility. Now, Eric says information is power. Awareness is power. When you start to understand what it means, because, yes, uh, sometimes we do have those dreams and he says it's kind of like uh, when somebody says I want to uh, I'm clairvoyant I want to open up my clairvoyance more and more and he says and you're saying well I only want to see the happy stuff yeah. I don't want to see anything that might bother me he goes well here's kind of the thing he goes it's kind of hard to pick and choose yeah you, you can't, can't really pick it. and choose Mm-mm. yeah so he says it, it's like a, a state of acceptance and surrender mm-hmm. for us too so for me, once I understood that, you know, it, was, it wasn't it was necessarily something scary and I understood, was more grounded, he says, yes, and had more information as I went along that I was had more peace yeah. towards this. So when I would see it, it wasn't something I would always share with other people either. And he says that's the other thing, you know, we might see things or know things that we're not going to tell somebody. And it's just for ourselves. Yeah. Because hey, guess what? Your mom's going to die, you know. Yeah. Yeah, no, that. and he says, yeah. um, he's actually, we were in a session today and somebody actually came across with something like that and just said, you know, they knew some information, but what their guide had told them was, is this really information that's going to help any situation if you tell that person? And, and so Eric was just saying, so you ask, is it going to help? Is it going to make things better? And if it's really not, keep it to yourself. Yeah. Because sometimes we do get those types of things. Yeah. Um, he says other things are we can get warnings. Um, we can get information that will help us make a decision. 
that will um, help us. So uh, another example is uh, my daughter that was on the motorcycle accident. Yes. She's doing okay, right? She's doing great. Good. But just shortly after that, um, she had a stalker. Mm-hmm. So she had a guy that was following her around, and um, she she was somewhat friendly with him to to a degree, but it started to get a little bit weird. Yeah. And he showed up at her work one day, and it was not a very good situation, and he was asked to leave. Yeah. And then I had a dream this one night, and in the dream it was of this great big black and orange anaconda, and it was on my front step, mm-hmm. and I was holding all of these puppies. And as I was holding the puppies, I knew this anaconda was down here, and one of the puppies slipped from oh, under my arm and went. And I started to panic because I I couldn't find the puppy, yeah. and I was so scared that the anaconda was going to eat it. So I woke up that morning, and I remember being like, "Boy, that was really weird." Yeah. And I knew it had meaning because it was so strong. Yeah. You know, but but I kind of you know I went about my day and didn't really think too much of it, and I I know that it'll come to me. Like I'll get the information. I don't really need to keep focusing on it. What ended up happening was that particular day, this guy showed up at our door and it was a bit of a scene. Um, And that's all I'll say about that. But what was so interesting, find the puppies. He he came up in a motorcycle. that was orange and black. Wow. Be quiet, babies. Come on. So it was, it was shocking. It was shocking. And, and so, but that was a, so they were, they were just affirming like, yeah, this is a good situation. Protect, you know, protect the puppies. So that was something that I didn't, and, and this often does happen. And Eric says many people that have a lot of these type of dreams will know this, that sometimes we don't get the information until afterwards, but he says, when you practice with it, you go with a feeling. You don't always know because they speak in metaphor. We get a lot of metaphors and images and symbols. So he says, if you don't know exactly what the symbol means, and he says, you can Google it. You can, he says, there's all kinds of meanings. You can Google it up. Well, why do you have to use symbols, guys? I mean, why can't you just say in whatever language a person speaks, just, okay, look, this is going to happen, blah, 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 and be careful. This is what you need to do to take cautions. Why can't they just do that? He says, well, for the same reason of why it doesn't come out that way in our conscious, in our in our waking time, because it's um, emotional. He says it, we're not speaking with language. So sometimes things do come out with oh, words, yeah. or many people will say that they get it like telepathic, yeah. that they see somebody and they just, get the message and then they know so that does happen but he says it depends on the situation yeah because sometimes it is a a warning or it's guidance or it's a a lookout or when this comes up you're going to know to turn left okay it's something like that but he says this is why you want to pay attention to it and pay attention to how it made you feel Mm. because he's saying michelle how did it make you feel when you're standing at your front door and i said well it made me feel like i need to protect yeah like i was scared and i need to protect and, and then he says, well, now that you had that dream and then you saw the experience, I know that it was important about my front door and they were making an important sign about the snake and the color of the snake. So he says, write those things down, keep them in your dream journal, because when something else comes up, you're going to recognize the feeling. You're going to recognize exactly. a symbol. Because yeah. the thing is, is, he says, your guides and your loved ones are going to know that you are decoding these. 
He goes, when you're paying attention, just like when you're speaking to your spirit guides, when they when there's a language happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're sort you're of learning how to them. being trained how to um translate your you know, emotional language, I guess. Yes, yes. So he says it's it's important and valuable to be able to have this and I was just showing you, Elisa, before and we had this Paula was here a while back when we did those mini documentary series. So she had me flag all of these. Oh, yeah. At that time, but um, I was looking back at these today with Eric because there was all kinds of dreams that I had and that Eric just had me, like, write oh, down. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, the channeling Eric and, like, all the different dreams that I had with Eric and with many other people. And it was valuable and still is, and it's so much fun to look back. And Yeah, you nowadays, and I were going over your notes, and it's just incredible. It, it is. How prophetic. It really is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So he says, so do that for yourself. Yeah. Um, what? Oh, lucid dreaming, too. So yeah. Eric just says, okay, so let's talk for a minute about lucid dreaming. He says, uh, what is lucid dreaming? He goes, well, that's when you're having an experience that is uh, like being awake in the dream, mm-hmm. like be having more control over yourself and your environment. So he says, um so are you just a higher happens. higher level of conscious awareness? That's basically it? Yes. Okay. Because he says what happens is it lucid dreaming tends to happen in the beginning of our sleep. So the um oh, yeah. the REM, the REM, REM part REM, of our sleep. Right. Um, so he says it's like when the body starts to fall asleep, but the consciousness, uh, like you're not really asleep, but you're not really awake. So he says, you know, that in between state when you're waking up. When you're waking up in the yeah. morning, when you when you feel like, oh, I know I need to get up, but then you start to I hate that feeling. Dream. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Well, he says so. You can do that falling asleep. Now he actually says the best time to do it is to train yourself either by alarm clock to wake up earlier than what you normally get up. So if you normally get up at six, he says, can mm-hmm. you set your alarm for four? Oh, and he god, says, man. and so what you do is you just keep your eyes closed and you shut your alarm off just to get the noise off and you keep your eyes closed and let your body go back to sleep Mm. but you keep your mind awake so he says get a focus point just keep focusing up here just keep looking up here and he says and just let your body fall back asleep because that is a state that will be easiest for you to slip into a lucid dream and he's like why is that because you've already had sleep for the night you're already Mm. in a relaxed state you're not trying to force anything, and you're tired. True. So your body's going to just fall back. That's into a great that idea. Great idea. Yeah. So he says that's the time that you want to play with it. And and he's so right because that is where I have my best adventures mm-hmm. is at that time. Awesome. That is my favorite, favorite time. And sometimes my only alone time throughout the day, but that's another story. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean, girl. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and Eric says the same thing. He says, keep a, keep a log book. Um, he says, you can do other things as well. So he says, you got to be careful because when you start doing this and, and when you keep practicing it, you can get really good at it. And he says, and there's a lot of fun you can have with it, but this is where you can also um, uh, change your environments. He says, you can do things like he's showing me going surfing. Like if you haven't surfed before, well, pick up a surfboard. And he says, so it's like waking up in a dream. So at first when you're doing this, 
he says, you might find it more like it's happening to you. But he says, if you can keep practicing being in that awake state, he says, have like a, whether you're thinking of a purple lamp, like set an intention to see a purple lamp or see an apple, something that you can see that you can touch, that you can remember. And he goes, and now here's the other thing. He goes, try to choose something that's actually in your home that you do see every day. Because when you're in your waking state, you can glance at it, purposely glance at it during the day. So he says, if it's your purple lamp, he goes, then as you walk by your purple lamp, just think of that in your head that you're going to see that in your dreams. Oh, wow. So he says, that'll help you connect in that state. Um, is there anything else about lucid dreaming? Uh, he's just going into, uh, again, about healing, how we can use the lucid state for healing, uh, PTSD, where we can put ourselves in situations that maybe, you know, if we're afraid of spiders, oh, yeah. we put ourselves in a room that has spiders, or he's actually showing like a, a big spider with little boots on and a top hat. No. He's like, you know, you can sit and have a conversation with the spider and get comfortable with it. So he says there's a lot of different things that you can do. And he's also suggesting one other thing, which is using tones, using frequency mm. to go into the dream state. So um, binaural beats. Oh, yeah. It's really good. Those are great. Like, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of great stuff on YouTube that you can yeah. find that has different types of guided lucid dreams or astral traveling. Oh, God. Which astral traveling fun. is another thing altogether. But, yeah, yeah there's tons. There's I remember tons. Uh, Michelle, um, his uh, older sister. Uh, cohorts in crime. Uh, they, um, she was so afraid of sharks, you know, when she was little, like four, five years old. And so every uh, night before she went to bed, I said, okay, I want you to close your eyes and I want you to see this shark. Oh my God. Okay. And then I want you to make it turn into a ballerina with a tutu on it. And then y'all are dancing together. And it, it worked. She never was afraid anymore. Of, so you can yeah. remember that. Dream about that. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Eric says that there's a lot of amazing things that we can do. And um, like, I look forward to my dream state. I really do. Mm. It's, it's a, it, it is a little bit of an escape because it's a nice, just kind of just for me and I can slip into another world that nobody yeah. else can bother me in. You know, so I really like that. I know. Um, but Eric says, you know, you want to be careful too, because he says sometimes we can blend realities it's really? really important to yes to distinguish that yes it's important to distinguish and he says and to remind yourself of you know this is the reality i'm grounded in it's the reality that i'm focused in and he says where that could be a problem is if somebody is um in a lot of grief or depression mm-hmm. or anything else like that because he goes it's it becomes more comfortable being in that state yeah than staying in the physical world yeah so he says sure. you want to be careful be careful with that but but he says enjoy it and and you can use it like a therapy as another tool in your toolbox How? oh as a therapy yeah well he says uh writing um he says by using like a journal having a, a no, but dream log dreams itself how can you be, use your dream state for healing no doubt he says, um, you know, if you get practiced enough that you're creating an environment for yourself, um, he says, like what we were talking about with the spiders and everything, but he says, the other things are, um, 
when you have dreams or you have experiences in the lucid state, he says you want to, uh, if you want to use it as a form of therapy, as he said, write, use it as a writing point. He says, uh, how did you feel? How did seeing a certain loved one make you feel? Yeah. What what came up in you? And he says, and, and write, just write from it. Because he says it's a very cathartic um, and another a different way, another way to express and discharge our energy. I like that. Can you use your, your dream state to manifest? Like, okay, I'm going to, in my lucid dream, practice interviewing for this promotion. I'm going to, the interview is tomorrow. Or, you know, things like that. Or, yeah. hey, I, I'm, I want to learn Taekwondo. Let me download information when I'm in my dream state, whatever. What can you do? Yes. Yes. And he says, so what he wants people to remember is set that intent before you go to sleep. Now, you might wake up and be like, well, I set that intent, and I don't remember learning any of that stuff. And he goes, but it was downloaded to you. Ooh, it's, nice. it's within you. It's within your org field. So he says, you have that much power. Believe it. Because that is how powerful you are. That's pretty cool. What up, Derek? Muscles. Oh, <laughs> manifesting those big dudes. Yeah. Um, he says... He goes, well, he goes, have fun with it. Have fun with it. And he says, and, you know, do your best to not set expectations. Oh, God, yeah. That's a killer right there. Yeah. He says, be patient with yourself. And, and he says, and just roll with it. He goes, you're closing your eyes every night anyway. He says, That's true. Why not? <laughs> That's true. Eric, say hi to Bella. She's being very naughty, barking at the little kids that are playing in the street or trying to, growling. She's going like this to her ears and going, no, 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 no. Bella. Hi, Bella. Bella. Say, say hi, hi, Bella. Bella. Hi, baby. Say hi. Aww. Hi. Okay. Um, Bella looks just like my mom's dog, Delco. Oh, Delco. Delco. He's just a little guy. Yeah. Oh. Okay, maybe y'all can get together. Uh, okay, so, yeah, you want to take callers in? Yeah, Eric says, let's go, Mom. Let's go. I'm ready. Okay, uh, one thing I want to start with is uh, a, a dear friend, Terry B., T-E-R-R-I, lost her son, Evan, a couple a few days ago. Mm-hmm. And, I, I, you know, I, I would just like to know, Eric, how his transition, or maybe you can bring Evan forward, how his transition was like, if he's with you. And what happened? Was it an accidental overdose or purposeful or? Evan's here with Eric. Um, Eric says he was with him. He also shows Evan with flowers. I can see Evan's arms. And he's got yellow flowers for his mom, mm. little yellow flowers. Uh, he's taking responsibility. What he's saying is that although it wasn't his intention to go at this time, it, it was like a there was a part of him that that didn't didn't care. Okay. It didn't care. Um, even though he's taking responsibility, Eric is saying it's, it was an accident. Okay. All right. Was it an exit point? A potential exit point? Um, Eric says yes, it 
was an exit point, but it was um, it was maybe a little quicker. Is a little early, an earlier exit point. It, it is because what Eric is showing me is a longer length of time that he had. Oh, okay. So okay. it's like he shortened it. By a lot or just a little? Okay. Oh. Can you get the mic? Okay. Uh, is he doing okay though? Yeah, he's doing okay. Um, he's getting a lot of compassion. Um, yeah. Eric says that he he knows that he has a whole new start. Like a he's renewed. Okay. Um, there is some. Uh, Eric's calling it like some. Um, completion, like uh, some healing from this life that's still occurring. Okay. Uh, and also that uh, so Evan is going to be very soon is going to be coming to his mother and actually um, in dream. Oh, okay. Good. If that hasn't happened already because it's it feels right at, the, at that line. Yeah. All right. Teach them some of your tricks, Eric. All right, let's go on with callers. Um, got somebody from the five one six one area code. Hi. Hi. Oh, you must have it on speaker because I hear myself echoing. Oh, um, I do. Hold on. Can you hear me now? Yeah, that's great. Okay. Hi, Elisa. Hello. Who is who is speaking with? This is Maddie, and I'm in Florida. Hi. Um, thank you for holding space for this. You're always so um with your questions. Oh, you're sweet. So, um, what you got for us? Okay, so I want to ask about um promotions at work. Okay. Eric, what do you think? Do you want to have a promotion at work? Is that what you want to know? Yes. Okay. Okay, so um, Eric Eric says to you that you have a little intuition on this, is what he's saying, first of all. And so he's saying yes to you. Ooh. Is she going to be happy with it? It's going to be good? Um, he's calling it expected. So is this something that you know about? Or expecting anyway? Uh oh. Oh. Oh, I think we lost her. I saw Uh-oh. somebody dropped a call. All right, well, uh so anyway, but she knows she's gonna get it. So that's yeah. Uh-huh. Uh she can call back in and ask if she wants. Okay, we've got somebody from the seven three two area code. Hello. Yay! Hello, everyone. This is Melissa from Manchester. Hi Melissa, what's up? Hi. Boy, there were so many things I don't know what to uh, ask for. Um, Maybe the one that's pressing. I was doing intermittent fasting. That worked out pretty good for me. I lost 45 pounds. Started to gain a little bit weight back. Now um, I'm I'm going to attempt to do the carnivore diet. And I hear so many people saying how healthy they are from doing that, how much weight they've lost etc except i did blood work before i attempted to do this because i am in cahoots with my doctor i'm telling him you know this is what i want to do he's like he's all for it 
but my cholesterol is high. And what I basically want to ask Eric is, Eric, I know there's new studies coming out saying that maybe cholesterol does not um, uh, uh, cause heart disease or that I'm going to have a heart attack at 50. So can I, uh, I'm, I guess I'm asking his blessing, is carnivore the way for me to go? What do you think, Eric? But yeah, I've heard those studies too. And I've also heard that a lot of these anti-cholesterol medications really don't have any effect on morbidity and mortality for cardiovascular disease. That maybe one. That's what I've been hearing as well. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing as well. Yeah. Eric, Eric says that's true. That's true. Um, and he says that's, that's some more that we're going to find out. On, there's some other things around that as well, but medications that aren't exactly doing what we think they're doing or problems that um, with cholesterol that really aren't accurate, he's saying. Um, what he's saying to you about the carnivore diet is he says um, he would recommend adding some something more to it because he says that a carnivore diet is not a perfect match for you. Um, to add what? He's actually saying um, to look for your blood type. Okay. Diet for your blood type. Mm would be better for you. Um, are you having stomach issues? Well, when you do the carnivore, you, it does give you diarrhea. But other than that, no. I mean, I, I did have a mammogram that just came back that's saying that my right breast is showing up something. But for some reason, I'm not concerned about that. I feel no. like... I'm not getting anything about that, but Good. when you started to talk about the carnivore diet, um, my whole stomach started to flare up. So, um, so maybe something with it. Probiotic yeah, Eric, or something it, maybe? yeah, I would be cautious of that. Um, Eric is just saying to, um, you know, you can give it a try. Um, he's not saying that it's not that it wouldn't be successful for you, but it just feels like it's not a compatible. Like, it just would not be your best diet. Do explore your blood type and a yeah. diet for your blood type, like specific foods for it. That's and he perfect. says, and remember, you can alter that too. Yeah. So you could have a, you know, a carnivore diet and maybe have a little something else added into it exactly. as well. Exactly. You don't yeah, have to, yeah. Play around with it. Right. I do love to fast. And I should probably go many days without eating. Can I, can I wow. do that? I, I wouldn't recommend that. We he, probably should, yeah, yeah. He just said um, that's better for short term. Don't yeah, do that absolutely. long term. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Melissa, for calling. Thank you. Love you guys. Love you too. Mwah. Back. Okay. She's a wonderful regular. All right. 636 area code. Hi there. How are you doing? Hi, everybody. This is Alyssa from Missouri. Um, Alisa, I actually had messaged you on Instagram. I had my baby around the same time you had your daughter, your daughter had her baby. Yeah. So I'm just calling in. Oh my gosh. She has colic and acid reflux. So it's been a doozy, but you know what? We're almost at three months. So we're almost over that hump. So mama's surviving. Mm. Um, just trying to see, um, on the topic of dreams, I've had um, some experiences where um, I'm lucid in my dream and I'm actually talking to my mother and 
um, we've identified yeah. that we both understand that she's passed. And I'm like, hey, this is weird. Um, I know you're, you know, on the other side. And she's like, yeah, I know. Um, so I'm just trying to see if that's me and my my imagination or if that's like a real connection. Also, was there any Eric and my mother. She, was there any question as to whether she had died? Um, I just, you know, we just the moment. And we just, like, held hands, and she just told me she was okay. And um, well, was, was she kind of tried to act coy and was, like, trying to pretend everything was fine. But I'm like, hey, you know, you're dead. <laughs> okay. But, did, um, but did, it was very brief. Was it a yeah. known death? She actually, everybody knew she died? Or was there a mystery about whether she was alive or not? Uh, no, like we, we all know, like she okay. had passed back in okay. April of t- 2022. So yes, the okay. death has been known. Was known. Okay. She's, she's here. Just to tell you, I can feel her here and feel her energy come in. It's very real. Very real. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And then just wanted to see if Eric or my mom had any messages about my, uh, my new addition to the family. Any advice? tried that I've been really nervous yeah okay um maybe just hold because what your mom is showing me is like holding the baby over on its stomach and and I'm sorry is it a girl yes yes okay holding her over on her stomach like while you're holding her and just kind of actually like actually yes. I just did the football yeah I did the football hold last night and it quieted her and calmed her oh, down great. Right. Yeah, that's what, that's what your mom is showing. So um, she's with you, and and by showing me that is letting me know that she was with you as you did that. So oh, I just got the show. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Well, thank you. Yeah. Congratulations to your daughter. Thank you guys so so much. Thank you. You're welcome. You know, uh, they're changing the probiotics that you should give uh, kids now. I can't remember. It's a different kind of. It's not lactobacillus. It's something else. You might want to look it up because uh, I recommended it to my daughter for her last oh. baby, and it worked like a charm. All right, let me see. Can't remember the name of it because it's very complicated and long. Two one three area code. Hey there, how you doing? Hello. Hi. How can, who are we speaking with, and how can we help you? I'm not sure if it's me. Yes, yeah, you. Two one three area code, okay. right? Oh, okay, because usually it says unmute it before it does that. Okay. Um, in September 2019, I, and I normally can't remember my dreams, but I woke up, I had a pad by my, be- my bed, and I woke up and I wrote down six numbers. And I thought maybe they were lottery numbers or something. So I want to ask Eric what those numbers were for. It was September 4th, 2019. That, okay, so September 4th, 2019, those are the numbers that you wrote down or the – No, there were six numbers. Six, what, what, yeah. A single digit or double digit or a mix or what? Some, there were some were double digits, and I was able to figure out which lottery it corresponded to because one of the numbers was 70, 70 okay. and there's only one lotto in my state that contains a number that high. Okay. Okay, so um, – 
Eric says they are numbers towards a um, – have you been asking for numbers? Because they are lottery numbers. And But what he's saying is that that was a sign to let you know to play the lottery. It's not that those were winning numbers because he's saying it, it's about – it's not really about the numbers. It's about you knowing that you're going to win. It's, it's matching vibrationally as a winner, not necessarily the numbers. So you don't have to play those numbers. You just play the lotto, and maybe you have a big And there's something about that date as well. Um, something about the day of the oh, wow. week. Look to what the day of the week comes back around again, to what day of the week that was. And, and oh. look for some signs. Ask for some signs from your guide, because it has something to do with the repeating of that day of the week as well. But Eric says it's not the actual numbers of the lottery, but it's about playing the lottery that you found or the one that you, um, the one that you match to or that you would normally play. That's good. And we get to present, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, wait, wait. So does that mean, I know. So does that mean still play the lotto? Cause I played those numbers or is that, is that, scenario all over. It will only apply back then. Not that those numbers wouldn't be good, but Eric's just saying don't get stuck on those numbers because it's about the vibration. Right. Just it, play. It's vibrational. Just play. play. Just play. Just play. Just play. Okay. Just Thank you so much. To let you know okay. that you can win. Ooh. I was, I've been told that I will never win a lot of them. I'm good with that. Uh, all right. 907 area code. Hi there. How you doing? Nine Hello. Zero. Hi. How are you? Hi. This is doing good. This is uh, Tara from Alaska. Hi, Tara. And I want to hi. I want to say thank you to everyone who's doing the show today. I really appreciate it. And it's such an awesome topic to talk about dreams. And I would like to ask Eric, how can um, what kind of message can I give to my boyfriend Damon because he still has these all these strong using dreams of drugs and alcohol and it just he has nightmares and it's really just disturbing him and I was just wondering is there a way that I can convey a message to him or what is it that he needs to do or what is the meaning behind it yeah thank you um and so Eric says that there's a lot of fear that's within him so uh, he says think of it as that shadow part of ourselves he says there's a lot of guilt wrapped up in that as well and um he needs to talk he needs to express because eric says um being able to express his fears and he might even think like well i don't really have any conscious fears right now but eric says once he starts talking about it there's emotion there he's giving me a lot of energy in the throat like something coming up and there's a lot of emotion there because Eric says that this is coming to closure, like the ending of a cycle. And so a lot of these things will repeat and they will come, like he was saying earlier, things will return and keep coming, whether it keeps coming as a sign in our life or keeps repeating itself in the dream. It's what the easiest way that we're going to notice it. So there's a little bit of um, self-exploration yeah. that would help him if he went and spoke to somebody or did some counseling. Yeah, that sounds good. Thank you. Thank you so much. That really helps a lot. Good. So I have a question about uh, a person, Barbara L. um, L A. I won't spell the whole name because I don't really have her permission, but I want to know if she has any blocks 
that are, prevents scalar that would prevent scalar energy from being affected. And if she does have blocks, if we can get rid of those, like you, you and Helena, maybe. Um, yes, uh, Eric says that there are, and one of the blocks is actually coming from um, like a generational belief hmm. as subconscious. So there's some um, ancestor, some ancestor energy in there to disconnect, but there's also a deserving. Oh, um, okay. And that's that subconscious as well. Um, Eric's also showing me like the blockages are in the mental field and in the sacral and a little bit in the heart chakra as well. Okay. What can we do? Can you help her? Uh, yes. Um, she she doesn't have any entities attached to her or anything else like that. She doesn't have to do tandem healing, but if she wants to even just email either myself or Helena okay. and have a, a scan done and just give her a little additional information, we can give her some things that she can do to help it flow. Awesome. All right. Thank you, Michelle. All right. I can't remember if I already did this person, but... 515 code. have we talked yet? Hey, no. This is okay, good. I, I just want to make sure I'm not skipping anybody. I almost, I almost skipped you. Sorry about that. Oh, Hi. no, great. Hi. How's everyone? Everybody's doing well, good. So I do have a dream question, and it's, it, it's disturbing. And it happened the other night. Um, everything was kind of dark bluish gray and then this black thing came up and just screamed and I woke straight up and I thought if this is a dark entity or evil or whatever I just instantly went to Jesus and said you know protect me oh my gosh so what is your first name and where are you calling from maybe I don't know Lisa 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 from Iowa from Iowa okay so Eric what is it Eric's actually saying um now, he does say that it, it is an energy. Um, he's calling it, he's not calling it an interdimensional being or anything else like that, but he's calling it an energy, and it's a shadow energy. Um, can't hurt you. It, yeah. it wants to scare you. But what he's saying is this has to do with your spiritual awakening. This has to do with your growth because it's about empowerment, and it's something that like he's showing um, – this may repeat itself in a different way. So you may feel the presence and it's not that something is lurking around you. If you don't have an attachment or anything else like that, this is about empowerment. And did you have some kind of a situation with somebody recently, like not necessarily an argument, but a difficult situation, even if it was very slight because it's been, Something. I had yeah. a service animal and I was discriminated against and they were pretty rude. Oh god. Okay. That triggered <laughs> yeah. But that was like okay. three weeks ago. Yeah, that yeah, that's that that can happen. Absolutely. Eric like it's energy, right? So it's been sticking around and so it feeds off of negativity. So this is the type of energy that can pass through a you know, uncomfortable situation, but it's come from somebody else. So it's come connected to you. And so when you start to feel like 
you know, upset or, or up angry or anything else like that. It's like it wants to stick around to hope you get a little bit more of that. But the truth of it is, Eric's like, well, why does that happen? Well, it happens for you to be able to understand your own power, for you to be able to understand that, that you have the power to be the master of your own energy. Right. And so Eric says, uh, all you have to do, clean your space, command your space, tell it that it has no right to be around. You've already kicked it, kicked it off. Good. But he says, um, it's, it's still kind of hanging around. So be real clear. Get it out of there. He says, nothing to be afraid of. Can't hurt you. He goes, think of it as somebody who's coming up to your door and keeps ringing your doorbell just to bug you. Yeah. That's all it okay. can do. <laughs> well, during change help said, as well. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, you, you just have to remember, and all of you guys out there, that you have absolute sovereignty over your own energy. You absolutely do. No one and nothing can access your energy without your express permission. Okay, that, that you just got to remember that. This is my energy. Get the That's right. F out. And Eric says, and they know it. And yeah. once they know that you know, it's a game changer. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Thank you. I'm going to find out what happens. Thank you. <laughs> I will. Thanks. Bye. Bye. She got the power. Oh, yeah. She got the power. All right. 209 Eric code. 209 Eric code. Hi there. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? Good. This is Stacy from California. Hey, Stacy. Um, I'm so excited. I just ordered a. Yes, I'm I excited know. excited about it. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm working too. Um, I just wanted to know, like, I know that um, things are changing in my life. Like, thanks. Um, sorry, I'm getting water. <laughs> um, <laughs> things are changing in my life. Like, I I really am starting to feel empowered. And when I do meditation now, um, and I focus on my healing, I get and like I can't control my body movement. I get jerky wow. motions and stuff, and it feels like. And then I have to, I have to like exhale. Like I feel like I'm moving things around or moving energy, and it it Sounds was really like amazing last night actually. Mm-hmm. Wow. So what is that? It Eric? was really. So Eric just said that um, you have more of your higher self embodied into your physical body so you're holding more of divine energy and what he's actually saying is that you have a guide that's working with you and that you are embodying more of that guide's energy and so you'll start to experience by continuing to work in this way you'll start to experience a lot of interesting things um he says if you can if you have anybody that you can practice with where you can, that they would dedicate sitting with you so that you can go deep into a meditative state and allow yourself to keep going. He says that guide with giving it permission. And this guide feels like an elder, um, like a um, very uh, older guide, uh, very wise and wants to speak. And so you have the ability to be able to trans channel it. Oh, wow. So, so maybe you're trying to get into your body so you can trans-channel this yes. guy. 
That is so cool. Can we get a name? I mean, don't you want to switch the name? I mean, I know they don't do names that much, but maybe you can just let us use the name for her sake. Interestingly, it's a lance. A lance. Like like A with a lance on it. A oh, okay, a lance. Cool. All right, Stacey, you got some more thing your orders. Thank Very, you. I will do. Very exciting. <laughs> yeah, that is cool. When I do her work, I'll I'll, I'll I'll get him to help to yeah. be part of the yeah. uh, a honorary member of the divine team. Why not? Right? Older with a big long beard. Okay, good. Santa Claus. Just kidding. Yeah. All right, five one nine area code. Hi there. How you doing? Hi there. It's uh, Christine calling from Ontario, Canada. Um, I was just wondering if. Eric would be able to uh, get me a message from my son, Cameron. Uh, Cameron took his own life in July 20, mm. and um, this is the second child I've lost. So I've, I've buried uh, two children in my 50 years of life. Mm. And so I was just wondering if uh, I could get a message from Cameron. Yeah, Okay. So, Christine, Eric's just getting Cameron here for me. He's here. Um, did, did Cameron fish? Was he a fisher or like the outdoors? Um, not necessarily a fisher, but uh, did spend quite a bit of, uh, my parents had a farm, so he did yeah. lots of uh, outdoor work. He's showing me the outside. He's giving me a, like, outside, like, I can see a river or a stream, um, looks like a sunset. Like he's giving me a beautiful image. Um, it's his heaven he's created, probably. The uh-huh. afterlife he's created. He wants to let you know that he's in peace. Um, yeah. The other thing he's just saying is, uh, like, with this, like, like, I don't think anybody understood what was going on with him or that there was no. something because he's showing like uh, I'm like blindsided mm. I'm blindsided right um, yeah and you've talked to him through somebody before because he says this isn't your first connection yeah I um I have uh connected with him through uh somebody I know that uh kind of a, like a friend that is a yes. medium okay because yes. he's just acknowledging that he's had an opportunity to speak to you um and what he wants to say is that he's sorry for the way that this happened. Um, he's, yeah. he's also acknowledging a dog as well. His dog, his it's dog, Bo. There's dog. quite a custody battle over his dog, Bo. Mm. Okay. So what is um, Bo yeah. was his baby and um, his dad and I are no longer together, and Bo is at, uh, with his dad at his house. And um, I wanted to take his dog uh, to my parents' farm and live there, but his, his dad is not allowing that. So what, well, what does Cameron want? Cameron, what do you want? Well, first of all, what he's saying is he understands, and he wants to tell you he understands the reason why both of you are holding on to the dog because he yeah. says it's it's a piece of him. Right. Right. It's a piece of him. And so he's he's understanding that what he would like to see happen is he says that he would like to see th- that you both could be able to work it out. But he understands like 
like sharing custody yeah. of the dog, um, if that's possible. Right. But he does say that the dog would enjoy being at the farm the most. Right. Um, right. My, what my parents are, are retired and home. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Yeah. He says that's yeah. what the dog wants, and he says um, uh, there can still be access. But he's just he's putting a lot of compassion into it because he understands how painfully hard this is oh, yeah. for you, for his dad, and for, for everyone else as oh. well. He's acknowledging yeah. that. Yeah. He, his he his dad him. is the one that. His dad is the one that found him. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, he's very sorry. He's very sorry. Um, does, he does he give a reason why? Does he give a reason why? He's saying that he was triggered by something. Um, But do you know if there was a relationship or something going on with with somebody? Um, um, I'm not really sure. He didn't really open up a bit. Um, I assumed he had some sort of. Well, I know he had mental health. Yeah. Um, and I know that his his former girlfriend and him were not getting along. But they had broken up quite a quite a long time ago. Yeah. It's just it, it's just not really her. It's not oh. really her. It's like a, it's like a trigger. Like, and he, what he's saying is, it, it really isn't one thing. Oh, it's yeah. not really one thing. He's looking at it from a perspective of having a lot clearer understanding, because what he's saying is that this was. Um, he's giving me the the feeling, and I'm feeling it right now, where I'm very ungrounded. Like I, I do not feel comfortable in my body. I don't feel like I belong anywhere. And even though the logical mind is saying different, it's like he can't shut that voice up in his head. And yeah. something had triggered him. And there is an energy of like um, like having somebody at his side or compatibility or not thinking he would find that again. Um, but that's not right. all. It's, yeah, that's it's more a lot complicated. Of, it's probably yeah. more than we can cover yeah. in the remaining time we have. So you probably need to maybe book a session with Michelle or somebody. Okay. Really. Okay. I, I really do. Love you very much. Yeah. All right. One last caller, 412 area code. Hi there. How you doing? Hi, it's Sarah from Pittsburgh. Hey, Sarah from Pittsburgh. We, we don't have much time. Okay. All right. Real quick. Um, you're going to be working with me. You said tomorrow and the next day. on the Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. I've been working on that script. Oh, my God. It's a big one. Yeah. I have an advanced um, colorectal cancer diagnosis. It's just spread into my um, my bladder this week. And so I'm just wondering if there's any chance for me to um, not have this be my exit point. And um, then you wanted me to ask Eric about um, uh, low-dose naltrexone and a couple right. of other of the right. dewormer meds. Um, it, Eric answers right away. It does not have to be your exit point. Absolutely. So that's why this is all happening right now. And he says, look at the synchronicities. Look at the synchronicities. And he wants you to look at how things are lining up for you because they're going to line up in ways that are going to surprise you. So he says, expect the best. Okay. Thank you. 
awesome. Because the doctors are not giving me much hope. <laughs> well, we'll give you hope. Well, they didn't give we'll yeah, they didn't give her yeah, hope. Yeah, exactly. All right, thank you guys. The episode has ended, and we're going to run into the next show if we're not careful. So thank you guys. Thank you, Michelle, for this. And thank you, Eric. I love you all. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.